0: this song says you will never ever change you are the lord and you remain the same how many of you believe that with me tonight whatever he has said about your life must come to pass he is the Lord and he never ever changed. I am the Lord, I take not. You are the Lord. live One more time, somebody say. Hey. What time you? And say, you are, you, are you are the Lord, you are the Lord, over your family declare tonight, you are consistent in doing good is the Lord.
1: cannot live without you we cannot live without you you are the reason you are the reason why we are alive today you are the reason why we can talk we can speak we are living and having our being you are the reason we cannot live without you Wait, and without you there is no other god
2: To you, all the
1: adoration belongs to you, all the praise belongs to our Lord and Master Jesus. Thank you, another. Uh, For another day that you have given unto us Thank you for this wonderful week Thank you, O God Thank you, Ayam, Tarayam. Thank you, Aishan of Aish For the opportunity and the privilege That you have given unto your people today Today is another wonderful day Another glorious day that you have made And we are living and rejoicing in it So we are thanking you We are appreciating you Giving you all the praise Giving you all the adoration And all the upliftment Saying the Lord You are a great God, a wonderful God, and a marvelous God.
2: Belongs to him, all power belongs to him,
1: all authority belongs to our Lord and Master Jesus. He is the ancient of days, he is the Alpha and the Omega. We are saying, All power belongs to you, all the adoration, all the upliftment that belongs to you, Jesus. It's you that will live and have our being today. We thank you and we appreciate your holy name. The wonderful and the wondrous things that you are doing and what you are about to do in our life Please, uh, Ferrymand, with your glorious life, your grapes and your pigs upon our life
2: Your protection
1: and with your guidance upon our family, the work of our hands, our soul and our spirit, Lord We appreciate you, oh God, so greatly we welcome you today to our midst, Holy Spirit of god we welcome you. spirit of god we welcome you. spirit of god we love you Holy, 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 you is a god and our master father be belongs to you adoration belongs to you all belongs to you m is el Elyon, el Elyon. I, oh. it is el Gibor, my god oh. Is El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Thank you and we appreciate you, Jesus. Yay. The second week in the month of March 2022, and we are so grateful. We are so honored to be part of this very beautiful week. Lord, we thank you for this awesome week, this great and wonderful week that you have given unto us today.
2: By the Lord and I am lifted by his word
1: now we are lifted by the word of God but the Bible said that He has lifted his word over every other thing.
2: The Lord has
1: lifted his word and you and I know and understand that the Word of God is Jesus Christ. And he has lifted Jesus He has lifted his word above all other things.
2: today to our prayer line here at the hour of
1: gethsemane how we do it and this is how we seek the face of god behind our cloaks. so prayer. our prayer line here on the, this uh, very wonderful day yeah. something and pray prayer for you before we start our segment today on our prayer line here at the hour of gethsemane hour of gethsemane is uh, the hour of prayer The hour of Gethsemane is the hour where we seek the things of our Lord and Master Jesus behind our closed doors. Wherever you are today, with one hand, with one accord, one heart, one spirit. I want all of us to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wherever you are, just say that thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 72 verse 6 verse 7 and then the verse 8 the verse 6 says that he shall come down like rain upon the mount upon the mold grass as showers that water the earth the verse 7 says that in these days shall the righteous flourish like abundance Okay, let me take the verse 7 again. In these days shall the righteous flourish, an abundance of peace so long as the moon endured. Verse 8 He shall have dominion also from sea to sea, and from the river unto the end of the earth. The Lord will come down like rain upon the moor grass, as showers that water the earth. The Lord, the I am that I am, the ancient of days, the Alpha and the Omega, the Bible said, he shall come like rain upon the moor grass, as showers that waters the earth, as showers that waters the earth. I am praying for somebody, for somebody in particular, that this week that we have begun, which was begun yesterday, Sunday, that this very week, the Lord will come down upon your life like a rain to water your life. The ancient of days will come and shower your life and bless your life and bless your week, bless your ministry, bless your family, bless the work of your hands, bless your career, your education. In the name of Jesus Christ, He shall come down like rain upon the more grass you are a grass and God is coming down this week to pour forth the waters of heaven upon your life to pour forth the waters and the showers of heaven upon your family upon your finances upon your spirit and your soul and upon your body In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said. In this day. Shall the righteous flourish. And this week you are going to flourish. The heavens water. Because you have been watered by the heavens. You are going to flourish. In the name of Jesus. Spiritually you will flourish. Physically this week. You are going to flourish. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your ministry will flourish, your business will flourish, your finances will flourish, your relationship will flourish, your children will flourish in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever that you touch with your hands this week, I see a divine flourishing in Jesus mighty name. The Bible said, in these days shall the righteous flourish. After the heavens has, has watered you. After the showers of heaven. Has poured upon your life. The Bible said. You are going to flourish. The righteous will flourish. In the name of Jesus. And the Bible. An abundance of peace. As long as the moon endure. Ha. This, this is the three prayer I am praying for you. That this week. The Lord will rain down showers of rain of blessing upon your life and number two after the rain you are going to flourish this week and number three you are going to enjoy abundance of peace this week in the name of Jesus you will not hear bad news bad news will not visit your home Death will not visit your home. Accident will not visit your home. Sickness will not visit your home. Insufficiency will not visit your home. Lack will not visit your home. But your home will be visited by abundance of peace, abundance of God's blessings, abundance of God's favor, abundance of God's upliftment upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And you will have dominion, you will have power and authority to subdue, to control, and to direct in the name of Jesus Christ. May the heavens be open this week, and may you experience showers of heavenly water and blessings and favor, upliftment, transformation, restoration. Receive all the abundant blessings. That the heavens has prepared and ordained for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to flourish in all dimensions, in all facets of your life. And continue to enjoy the the abundance of peace. The abundance of peace. The abundance of peace. The abundance of God's grace. The abundance of favor. The abundance of glory. The abundance of healing. The abundance of good good health abundance of financial increase abundance of love abundance of a supernatural emancipation in your life in the mighty name of jesus somebody this week the lord said I should tell you that he's raining down waters from the heavens to shower to water your spiritual life and your physical life and you are going to flourish after flourishing, you are going to enjoy the abundance of God's peace and you have dominion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I somebody, if you can hear me, just type a big amen right now. Type a big amen right now. Type a big amen right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout
2: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Everybody Let's
2: I just one, I welcome you
1: all today. I welcome you. Welcome, I welcome you so specially to this beautiful week, to this glorious week, to this awesome week. You are so warmly welcome, Pastor Andrex. Andre. How are you? I believe you are doing well. You are welcome. God bless you, my dear sister, Bridget. My dear sister Bridget, you are also welcome. God bless you, my dear. God bless you. God bless you, my dear. God bless you. My dear sister Bridget, Pastor Andrea is doing very well. Um, God bless you. God bless you. Leslie Enum Odai, how are you doing, Leslie? God bless you for joining us today on our prayer line. Leslie, God bless you. Um, God bless you, more Pastor George. God bless you too, my dear sister Bridget. My dear sister Ruth, ba, Ruth ba, how are you? How are you doing? I believe you are doing well. How is your condition today and um, how is your family? My dear sister Ruth Van, Ruth Van, God bless you for joining us today and blessings. God bless you. Uh, you're also welcome, Madam Eva Berryman. Madam Eva, how are you? I believe you are too, uh, Madam Eva Berryman. God bless you so much for joining us today. You are, uh, God bless you too, my dear sister Ruth Van. God bless you too. Um, you're also welcome, Deaconess Gloria Chapman, Woman of God. How are you doing? I believe you are doing well, Dickness, Gloria Chapman. God bless you. First lady is also on. First lady, you are welcome. God bless you for joining us today. Pain is better. Thank Jesus. Okay, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You are also welcome, my dear sister, Patient Chumba Rima. Sister Patient, how are you? Wow. Okay, I'm doing well by God's grace. Um, how are you? I'm also I'm also blessed my dear sister patient thank god that you are doing well um i'm I'm also blessed and i'm also highly favored god bless you Um, bridget god bless you for uh blessing my wife Uh, i'm so honored my dear god bless you all uh okay god bless you from uh madame eva barryma also blessing first lady my wife god bless you madame eva barryma okay god bless you all god bless you all we are so grateful and um, we are so honored having you here as a family and whenever we are online we give god all the praise and all the adoration because we have a family like you people who always join us as we fellowship together as we pray together as a family we are so honored and we are so grateful It's another is another wonderful week another glorious week um Another powerful, another powerful, yeah, another powerful week uh, on our prayer line here today. And um, um, by the grace of God, I believe all of us we are doing well, and we are highly favored. So this uh, month, uh, which is also this week, uh, it is something that I said last week that we are going to continue what we were doing in the month of uh, February because uh, that particular month, I couldn't come online more time. And there were a lot of things that we couldn't exhaust when it come to returning to Greece. So this month of March, we are tackling the same team returning to Greece. And we'll have Pastor Andrea, uh, who will be coming on board to minister to us. Pastor Paul will also be coming to minister to us today i want us today i guess i actually i want to teach i want to teach i want to have some few time to explain some things and continue what we were doing last month before the month went to a close so um i want you all to stay tuned as we go into the word of god and then we'll have some time to pray uh, together as a family as well so god bless you for joining us today i'm so privileged I'm so honored having you here today
2: George Fee.
0: Thank
2: you so much, Madam Eva Berryman, for the gift on the platform.
1: Okay, the gift is for the first lady. God bless you, Madam Eva
2: Berryman. The Lord will release
1: a mystery upon your life, and it will confuse your enemy. Your enemy they will be confused. be God is about confusing your enemy. It is your plot. It is your plan that you will be embarrassed. That you will be put to shame. But God will confuse them. Kaya, so God will confuse your enemy. But be a one you be that will be necessary. And would that day? men more You will never be put to shame. Confusion, your enemy. Mighty <laughs> name of Jesus. I welcome you so special me I to say, I believe you are doing well. <laughs> of god i'm fine i'm also i'm I'm fine i'm blessed and i am highly honored god bless you
2: I reign on the, mm, mm, mm. I ran over the earth. I did not. I read.
1: I the what? I men what? You know what? You know what? You know what? You Me You know what? You 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 know what? I just heard now? You You know what? I not I not my God. He
0: said he has made us kings and priests Ooh. to our God,
2: Ooh.
0: and we shall reign. You are supposed to reign over sicknesses, reign over diseases, reign in your place of war, in your self Anything short of that, you are
1: not in the will of God. We are in the wind of God, and we are reigning. My God, in your spiritual life you are going to reign. In your fiscal life you are reigning. In your social life you are reigning. In your ministry you are reigning. In your relationship, your marriage, in your business, in your finances. Uh, maybe you you, you 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 are still in school. In your education you are reigning in the
3: name of Jesus, because God has given you a I of dominion. He has given us the power. He has given us the intensity and. I pray for somebody right now that whatever my God whatever king that is ruling in your life any rulership that is not from God may that kingdom be destroyed may that kingdom Don't collapse now By the power of the Holy Ghost Any failure reigning in your life Any disappointment that is reigning in your life Any losing spirit that is reigning in your life May their kingdom, may their reign Come to an end today In the name of Jesus Any rulership of the devil My God That is not over Oh my God, paradox purported by God. Any rulership that is not purported by God. Any sickness ruling your life, I command their kingdom to collapse now. Any infirmity ruling in your life, I command their reign, my God, to come or to to cease to, 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 to right now in the name of Jesus. Hey, look at failure ruling in your life, in promise and that is reigning in your life by the power of the Holy Ghost Their rulership my God is coming to an end may their kingdom be destroyed may their kingdom collapse may their kingdom cut fire down in the mighty name of Jesus Liadosa, failure cannot rule in your life promise and fail cannot rule in your life disappointment cannot rule in your life insufficiency cannot rule in your life sickness cannot rule in your life I see the spirit of God establishing a new kingdom in your life after the kingdom of the devil Has been destroyed I see a new kingdom established In the life of somebody The kingdom, oh my God Of taking dominion over your life The kingdom of taking dominion over your marriage The kingdom of taking dominion Over the work of your hands The kingdom of taking dominion over your family In the mighty name of Jesus I see a new kingdom being established In the life of somebody now In the mighty name of Jesus Christ That life of progression, by the power of the Holy Ghost, has come to an end it has come to a close, in your life, may that old chapter be deleted, and be aborted from the life of somebody now And may a new kingdom be established a kingdom of greatness, a kingdom of peace, a kingdom of love a kingdom of healing, a kingdom of good health, in your life now a kingdom of financial increase, my God, a kingdom of increase, Baratux, Likosa, Banda, from today my God the kingdom that is of the devil has come to a close in your life and a new chapter is open a new chapter, a new week, a new chapter a new month, a new chapter a new year, a new chapter in your life now in the mighty name of Jesus from today you will rule over your destiny from today you will rule over your life by the power of Jesus by the power of the I am that I am by the spirit of Jesus my God has deposited inside you. That is what the Bible said the other day. That he that is in you, my God, is greater and mightier. And is so powerful than what is in the world. There is something great, my God. And that is the power of God in your life. Establishing a new kingdom, my God. In the life of somebody. Now, the kingdom of divine acceleration of speed. The kingdom of favor. The kingdom of grace. The kingdom of love. The kingdom of faith. The kingdom of peace in your life now in the mighty name of jesus i see a kingdom of peace every now and then you are going to continue to experience the peace of god you will experience the peace of god and you will enjoy the grace of god you will enjoy the love of god you will enjoy the compassion of god you will enjoy the kindness of god in the mighty name of jesus
1: Is one of my many
2: advantages. over ta padi adosa dada. Abada badabo sa. Li adaba badabo de 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 bose.
4: Onisha Iano, you are the God of awesome wonders.
0: I've tasted of your power.
1: Thank you, Jesus. thank you, Lord. Once again, I welcome you all. God bless you for joining us today on our prayer line. May the Spirit of God continue to keep you and protect you and guide you and establish a new kingdom in your life now and forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's start something as I pray. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name today. Bless your word and bless your people today. Use me as a vessel of honor and a vessel of blessing unto your people today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody, if you can hear me, I want you to type a big amen right now. Type a big amen. God bless you. <laughs>
4: You have shown me so much mercy,
0: much more than I deserve my
1: Jesus, thank you, Lord. Precious one, let's touch something today. Today, I want to do a little teaching before we pray. Our team for this month is Returning to Grace, Returning to Grace Part 2. And last month, we started with our team, The Grace of God of returning to grace. And I said, when we talk about grace, it's just like picking a coin. And the first side of the coin, grace talks about the unmerited favor, the mercies of God, the compassions of God, the acceptance, the kindness, the graciousness of God, the goodwill, and the divine assistance of God. And on the other side of the coin, we said divine Grace has to do with the divine life. The divine life. Or the spiritual life that God has given unto us. The divine life. The power. And then the ability of God flowing and operating through us. In order to give us the supernatural power and ability for ministry. For sanctification. And for any other thing that God has ordained and then prepared for his people. And from there, we started looking at the types of grace. That when we say grace, we define grace, what it is. And I want you to understand that the type of grace might make it sound like there are different graces, or there are different graces. That is not the case. That is not the case. The type does not mean that there are different graces. because in First Peter chapter five, verse 10 declares that God is the God of all grace god i am that i am he is the god of all grace so which means that it is not about difference but one thing that i want us to understand is that god relates to his people through grace god relate to his people through grace and these types simply describe some of the different ways in which God relates to his people. That is what I want you to understand. That the times I said last month, it it, it, it simply describe how God relates or or, 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 or some of the different ways that God relates to his people. So as we said, Grace is defined as the unmerited favor, the gift of God, or the gift from God, which is unconditional, unconditional love. It is not something that we merit. It is not something that we've worked for. And it's not not something that we can work for. No. Grace is God's gift to us. That is continually transforming us into the fullness of us in his image. Mind you that we are the image and we are the likeness of God. We are the image and the likeness. So he created us in his own image after his likeness. It means that initially man was sinless, was without sin until the first Adam failed God. That made us all to become sinners because we are the seed. We are the seed of Abraham. So God, God's grace, gives, it, 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 it gives us that continual relationship. That continual transformation into the fullness of God. Into the image that God has created you and I. We are the image of God. We are the likeness of God. So that is why God through the sacrificial work or gift of Christ at the throne or on the throne it is simply To let you and I know that in as much as the first Adam failed God, because we are the image of him and he cannot cut us off, Jesus Christ came down to this earth and the second Adam went into the Holy of Holies and presented his own blood at the mercy seat. So that continually, you and I can still have that relationship with God. So in Hebrews chapter four, verses sixteen, I read last month. The Bible said, "So because of all this, all the love Christ God has for us, creating us in His own image, the first Adam failing, bringing in Jesus, with all this." Then let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace. To the throne of grace. That we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in time of need. I read this scripture last month. You are welcome, my dear sister, Iquia Davis. Iquia Davies, what are you doing? I believe you are doing well. You are warmly welcome. God bless you. So, as I move to talk about the different ways in which God relates to us, the ways in which God relates to us, that is why I've made it, or I've, 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 I've sat in this place, Types of Grace. I've already explained that it is the different ways in which God relates to his people and last month i'm just taking a recap of what happened in case maybe you are not on we spoke about the first way that god relates to his people when we talk about grace or the first type of grace we talk about what we call the common grace and with a common grace we said god loves all common grace is god's kindness to everyone whether or not they acknowledge Him or not. Whether they acknowledge Him, whether they don't acknowledge Him. Every individual on this earth created by God enjoy this great, this grace. Whether you are Christian, whether you are Muslim, you are traditional, whatever. While it is true that believers will experience both common grace and then the saving grace of which I'll be talking about very soon. Those who are part from Christ, who only experience the common grace in their life. So, thank God, you and I, we are Christians. We are believing Jesus Christ. We are enjoying the common grace, and then we are also enjoying the saving grace of God. But the common grace is for every individual. So, in Psalm one o four verse fourteen, the Bible says, "He made grass for the cattle." and plant for people to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth. Which means that every individual living under the sun, as Matthew chapter 5 verse 45 said, he causes his sun to rise on the evil and the good, and send rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. It is an experience of grace And it is a way that God communicates Or relates to his people So God relates to his people By by, by raining on us Giving us sun Both the evil one And the righteous When it is raining You will never see that It is raining in the house of Christians and the non-believers There is no rain No, God rains The sun shines On all on all, so that is why the psalm even indicates that he made grass for the cattle, all animal plants for people. So food, the plants that we are enjoying today, the apple, all the fruits, and all those things, it's not for only Christians, but it is for all people on this earth. Whether you acknowledge him or you don't acknowledge him, we all on this earth we enjoy what we call the common grace. So the, the last, I think there were a lot of scriptures I read, but one of them, that is very key, is the, uh, Luke uh, chapter 6 verse 35 said, he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. He is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. So he shows kindness to all. Even though that are ungrateful, even though that are wicked, God still shows one kindness to all of us to all of us so yesterday i was teaching at the church yesterday was sunday and i was saying that and and the theme was reaching to the lost and i was telling my class that it is time that we stop especially christians stop pointing fingers on people that are unbelievers Christ did not come for the righteous. Christ did not come for the believer, but he came for the unrighteous. That is why an armed robber today, tomorrow, can become a preacher. That is why a prostitute. Today, yesterday I was I was I was in the house after church, was with my wife, and I was showing a video to to her. I believe she's online. And she can attest to that. I was showing a woman, a young lady, who is now an evangelist, preaching all over Ghana here. And I was telling my wife that this woman, you are watching a video, was a chronic prostitute. And there was an interview where she said that in a day, some of the days she was sleeping with about 10 men in a day. Some tell him there's 5, 6, 7, 2, 1. A chronic prostitute. prostitute, A sex worker. I believe those days, the time she was a prostitute, people would have been pointing hands at her. That young lady beautiful like this you a prostitute here and there. But now that person has been touched by God and that prostitute is now preaching the word of God. That is the work of grace. So the grace of God surpasses human understanding. It surpasses what we see and what we know and what we understand. So the common grace is both for the righteous and the unrighteous because Christ came for them, and these people are the reason why you and I today we are preaching, we are talking about Jesus, we are we are, we are praying that the saving grace of God will move, and they will be a partaker of the saving grace that has given you another opportunity to be part. Of the saint, or in other words, the body of Christ. So, Christ came down for dead and righteous. So, in Acts chapter 14, the Bible says, Yet he has not left himself without testimony. He has shown kindness by giving you rain from heaven and crops in their season. He provides you with plenty of food and fills your heart with joy. So those in the world, they are happy. Some of them are even happy, living a happy life more than, in physical realm, more than somebody who is a Christian. But spiritually, if you know who you are, you know that the happiness is not by the physical, but it is by the spiritual aspect. So it is God that does all this thing because God loves everybody. He loves the world. He loves the arm robber. He loves the fornicator. He, he loves the adulterer. God loves the, 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 the chronic smoker, the chronic drunkard. God loves them. Jesus loves them. That is the reason why Jesus came down to this earth, so that the world might be reconciled back to the Father. So that is uh, what we look at last month when we talk about the common grace that is for um, all all of us that are human on this earth and i also touch a little on the second one that had to do with the prevenient grace the prevenient grace and uh, it is a word which means to proceed, and uh, when we won't talk about to proceed. We are to proceed what? To proceed what? So when discussing grace, prevenient grace is a work that prepares our hearts and mind to hear and receive the gospel of Christ. And the key word that we always use is what we call conviction that is done by the Spirit of God or the Holy Spirit. Conviction. The prevenient grace. It is the type of grace that prepares our heart and mind. At a certain particular time, you sit down, you begin to think, your heart begins to beat that this particular life that i am living, it is not right this particular decision this particular thing i am doing it is not right so you see the spirit of god convicting you the spirit of god communicating to you preparing your heart and your mind to receive the gospel so you see the other process the person will come out that today i have given my life to jesus Today, I repent of my sins. I am guilty. I am guilty of my sins. I am guilty of this particular behavior. I am guilty of this particular attitude. I am guilty of this particular act. So you'll be convicted. The spirit will be pressing you. The spirit will be hating your mind. The spirit spirit will be communicating to your heart. It is a work of the grace of God. It prepares our heart and mind to hear and receive the gospel of Christ. I believe not all of us were born into the church. Some were were born into the world. Me, as example, was born into the the traditional home, pure traditional home, have nothing to do with Christ. But along the line, I heard the word, was convicted in my spirit, in my heart, that what I am doing is not right. Worshipping idol, Slaughtering animals for idols, eating idol food, and all those things, it's not right. So it is the spirit, through the grace of God, that prepares our heart and our mind to hear and receive the gospel. So there is something in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 4 to 7. And the Bible said, But God, who is rich in mercy, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. By grace, you have been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together, in the heavenly places in Jesus Christ, that in the age to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and the land that well, the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ, Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter two, verse four, five, six, and then seven. And to summarize all this that I have just read, what it is trying to communicate to us thats that it is the message of God because of his great love, his love for us. God loves you. God loves me. Even, Bible says, even yet when we were sinless, he died for us. Even yet, when we were
3: in our evil life, doing all, he still loved us. He said, even when we were dead
1: in trespass, dead in trespass means when we were dead in sin, when sin took over our life, when sin was all over us, written all over us, when fornication was written all over us, when lying Was written all over us. When false accusations. Were written all over us. The Bible said. He made us alive. Together with Christ. By grace. By what? By grace. That you have been saved. So even yet. When we were sinners. He raised us up together. And made us to sit together. Together in the heavenly places now as i'm talking right now we are seated at the heavenly places if you and i having jesus walking in righteousness with our salvation in that even though we are living on this earth but our place is not on this earth our place It's the heavenly places that Jesus has prepared for you and I. So he said, that in the ages to come, have you seen, that in the ages to come, he must show the exceeding riches of his grace. So it means that there is a place that is for you and I. And that place is not here on earth. It is the heavenly places that God has prepared for you and I through the saving grace of our lord and master jesus so the providential grace is the way that god communicates to his people is the way that god, god communicates to our heart how god communicates to our mind is the spirit that comes that is why sometimes we can preach we can advise we can motivate our friends, are siblings, but they will not accept Jesus. Why? We cannot do it. You cannot force somebody to accept Jesus. It is the work of the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit that will convict the person. It is the Spirit that, that will speak to the heart. It is the Spirit that will communicate to the mind of the, of, of, of the individual. To come into that decision... By receiving the gospel of our Lord and Master Jesus. God bless somebody.
0: You have shown me so much
1: Welcome, Peter, back home. Peter Backham, you are welcome. How are you doing? I believe you are doing well, my brother. God bless you. You are welcome, Peter, back home. Let's talk about the third way that God relates to his people through grace. Or in other words, the third type of grace. The third way that God relates to his people through grace is what we call the actual grace. The actual grace. It is something that you and I, we are enjoying enjoying so much today enjoying so much today and when we talk about the actual grace is that special help that the holy spirit give us to enlighten our mind and to inspire this grace is after We have been convicted after we have accepted the gospel of Christ what happened is that the actual grace enlightened our mind and inspired us. It also guides our will our will to do good and to avoid evil in particular situations. You see Sometimes we are able to resist some evil. Sometimes we are able to do some good. It's not of our strength. That evil you resisted, it is not of your strength. That good you did. See, something will prompt you. Show kindness to this person. Show good to this person. Do good to this person. It is the spirit of God. It's the Holy Spirit. It is the work of of the holy Spirit. that's why i'm saying that the actual greed is that special help in fact, it is a special help that the holy spirit gives to us and that special help help us to enlighten our mind and to inspire us it opens our mind to what is good and what is evil it opens our understanding To what is good and what is evil. And also guide our will. You see, God has given us a will. And the will God has given unto us enables us to make our own decisions. Without God forcing his will on us. And it is this grace through the enablement of the Holy Spirit... That guides us, that guide our will to do what is good and avoid what is evil at a particular situation. So if you come to a time where you encounter a situation where you saw sin, you saw evil, and the Spirit enabled you to overcome, to override, not to fall into that particular trap or that evil, it is the grace of God. It is not your strength. It is not your mind. It is not your power. It's, and, 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 and the actual grace consists of temporary gift of divine light for our mind and divine powers for our heart. Seriously, it is a gift that God gives us to, 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 to true light To enlighten our mind and divine powers of our heart where we can stand and defend the culture of Christ and say that, hey, this is evil. I am not doing it. This particular thing, I am not. With that boldness, when the devil comes, that enlightenment of the spirit of God So let me read something from Okay, let me add They said The actual grace compels us To take actions In our lives To put God first You see, most of us today We are able to put God first In all that we do It is the work of what we call The actual grace That is how God relates to His people It is God through the Holy Spirit That gives us this edge To put God first in our life Putting God at the center of your life in in, in in your scale of preference, putting God first or at the apex when it comes to your scale of preference, is the grace of God. So in 2 Peter chapter 2, no, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 9, the Bible said, Who has saved us and called us with what a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, according to what? His own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So even before you and I were born because Christ came down to this earth and died went to heaven before you and I were born. So this grace has been available. And even before time this grace God has made this grace what? Available. So it is not according to your work to resist that evil. It is not according to your word, your words, according to your strength, according to your, your own wisdom to do good or to resist what is evil. But it is according to his own purpose and grace. It is according to God's own what purpose and then God's own what grace that has given you another opportunity and the privilege for our mind to be enlightened. In fact, this particular type of grace had to do with enlightenment of our mind, enlightenment of our will. It inspire us and guide us to avoid what is evil and do what is good. It enlightens our mind. It threw light on our mind. It speaks to us that, hey, this particular thing is evil. This particular thing, don't do it. This particular thing is good. So that is the third way that God relates to his people through his grace. Let me move on to, are we adding two, possibly, I'll be adding two or three. Okay, let me see if I'll be able to add two, and then we can pray. So I've talked about the common grace, which I talked about last month, the prevenient grace, and then the actual grace. Let me move on and talk about justifying grace, or justifying grace, justifying Greece. The meaning of the word justify means to be made right, to be made what right with God, to be made perfect with God. You see, man cannot attain perfection. We cannot attain perfection. We cannot be perfect. It is only God it's through. It is only God that can perfect our life. So, it is through the grace of God. That is why you and I we are justified. We are being made what right. We are made right with God. It is through the grace of God. That is why you and I we are holy before God and righteous before God. Because in Romans chapter 3, 23, one of the popular verses in the Bible, it tells us that all have sinned and fall short. Of God's glory, all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. We've all sinned and we've all fallen short in the glory of God. Whether you're a pastor, whether you're a prophet, apostle, you're a Roman father, whatever. For all have sinned, we've all sinned and we fall short, we've all fallen short of God's glory. So, no matter how hard we thrive, or how much effort we exert, or we try to do, we cannot be good enough. With all our effort, with all that we could and can, we cannot be good enough. Because of God's great love for us, he made a way through Christ for us to be pardoned. Or in other words, to be justified. So we can only be justified through the grace of God. So the grace of God will make you and I one perfect before God apart from that we cannot be perfect with God, we cannot be righteous with God, we cannot we cannot be holy without the work of God's grace upon our life righteousness cannot be attained by works, holiness cannot be attained by works but all that you and now we are doing today following the law and the command of God is to pave way for the spirit of God to have his way in our life so that we will be justified and be made right with God in this fallen world where the world is full of evil and sin where we are born into the sin of Adam. And because of that, the image of God that we were created to be is distorted by evil, is, 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 is broken by sin. We cannot attain that perfection with our strength, with our holy living, following the scripture and doing all we could and can without the grace of God justifying us. And making us right with God. But thankfully, God made a way by his grace. Through our faith, for us to receive forgiveness and be pardoned. So the pardon. So the way that God has provided for us is for you and I to have faith in the Son, the faith in the gospel, accepting Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, and our sinned we'll be pardoned. We'll be, be, be forgiven and we'll be made right with God. You'll be made what? Oh, right with God. Through what? Through faith. So when we make a choice to accept this gift, we cross over the threshold from unbelief to belief. So the choice of acceptance of a Son Jesus Christ, we cross from unbelief to believe so in titus chapter 3 verse 7 the bible said that having been justified by his grace so have you seen we're talking about justifying grace so he said having been justified by grace we should become heads according to the hope of eternal life so we are justified we are made right with God by what or through what? Through the grace of God. We are made right, we are justified by his grace. Through what? Faith in the Son Jesus Christ. So as we have faith in the Son Jesus Christ, we are justified. Let me read something from Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three. And 24 the Bible said, For all have sinned as I've already said, for sure, his glory, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Being justified freely, being justified freely. We are justified. We have been made right with God freely, without paying for it, without doing something extraordinary. So we are justified, we are made right with God freely by his grace through the redemption that is in one. So Christ's redemption has redeemed us. He has taken us from the pit of hell. He has taken us from that unbelieved and has made us right. He has justified us to be justified in that Christ has made us right. So now the devil cannot point fingers at you that, are you not the same fornicator? Are you not the same adulterer? Are you not the same uh, 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 drunkard? Chronic smoker? No. We are justified. That is past. And that has been deleted from the books of God. Through what? His grace. So even though in the past you used to do it, that's why the Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation and all the old, old life, the past life, they are past and they are gone. They are past and they are gone. So, all the old life is gone. Now, behold, you and I, we have received a new life and we are now experiencing a new life. A newness of his grace and his mercies. So being justified freely by his grace through the redemption. So we are justified by the work of Christ. So that is why I'm saying that it is our faith. If you have faith in our Lord and Master Jesus it means that all the old life all the past life is gone. It is gone. God does not consider it again. God has not look at it again. Even if the devil goes to remind god of it god says i can't see any evil i can't see any fornicator i can't see any arm robber i can't see i can't see. the only person i see is a righteous person a justifying daughter a justifying son standing before me they're grace. so we are justified we are made right we are made righteous let me put that way: we are made righteous through what the grace of god we can't do anything to attain that rightful position in christ without the grace of god Let me add the last one. Today, it's not the last time, but the last for today. We'll continue tomorrow. But the last thing I want to talk about today is what we call the sanctifying grace. The sanctifying grace. To be sanctified. Sanctifying grace. So we'll talk about the justifying grace. We have been justified. We are made right with God through the grace of God. Now, the relation, our relationship with God it's now okay it's now beautiful it's not nice it's not perfect through what the grace of god that was called a justifying grace we have been justified we have been made right and we have been made perfect with god so let's look at what we are going to do today for the last the sanctifying grace the sanctifying being sanctified sanctifying grace Jesus. We are looking at sanctifying grace. Sanctifying. Being sanctified. Sanctified. Sanctified grace. Being made pure. Being cleansed. Cleansed. Cleaned. And what we are talking about, the sanctifying grace, in fact, it is the prevenient Grace and the justifying grace that enables you and I to become a Christian or a believer, because the provision has had to do with the conviction to accept and the justifying grace that is the faith in the gospel. And through the grace, we are being made right with God. And this is the prerequisite for a Christian or for a believer. But it is a sanctifying grace that enables you. The sanctifying grace that enables you to be a true Believer. You see, we have some Christians who they have accepted Jesus Christ, they believe in our Lord Jesus Christ, they go to church. By the end of the day, they do their own thing. Yes. But I want to talk about the sanctifying grace. When you are sanctified, it is this grace that makes you a true believer, a true Christian. Not a Christian on your lips, not a Christian. ...with a name... ...not a Christian because you are from a Christian family... ...because you are from a Christian background... ...but within you... ...a true believer... ...a true Christian... ...to sanctify means... ...to make holy... ...once God's... ...prevenient grace... ...has convicted us... ...of our sin ...and our need for Christ... ...and after we receive his forgiveness... By faith, through God's justifying grace, as I already talked about, His Spirit begins the process of our inner transformation. The inner transformation. The inner change. I was talking about this yesterday. It was like, I was even preaching today's message yesterday. The inner change, the transformation. Oh, before you became a Christian, you used to fight Used to insult, use abusive words, vulgar words. Used to drink, used to do all that. And after accepting Christ, you are still doing those things. What did they change? The change is the one that after accepting Christ, that particular individual or person. Is no more into that old life again. But rather, has been transformed. Has been changed. So, this is the same person we know. But all of a sudden, there is a change. All of a sudden, they call you woman of God. All of of a sudden, they are calling you pastor. All of a sudden, they are calling you prophet or prophetess. There is a kind of a transformation. His spirit begins the process of our what? Our inner transformation. The transformation takes place in our inner mind, our mind, our heart, our spirit, our soul. And it begins to reflect. It is God's sanctifying grace that transforms us into the likeness of God. It is the sanctifying grace that transforms the child of God into the likeness of what? Of Christ. It is the sanctifying grace that changes or in other words that convects the child of God into the image and the likeness of Christ. So in Romans chapter 2, Paul the apostle wrote something. He said, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. By what? They renew, being transformed by a renewal of our mind. So you see, our mind has been renewed. We have been transformed. Our dressing has changed. The way we speak has changed. The way we walk has changed. Our character has changed. Our attitude, how we carry ourselves, there is a change. There is a, in fact, there is a transformation. Suppose so do not be conformed by the patterns of this word, but be it transformed by the renewal of your mind. So we participate in the process of sanctifying grace by positioning ourselves to receive the grace. Yes. And this participation is in an act of worship In an act of devotion. In an act of love. In an act of compassion. Showing kindness and justice. We opened ourselves. As we do, we open ourselves to allow God to fill us. To indwell us. We allow God to take over our lives spiritually. And after god taking over our life spiritually now you begin to see the physical change you begin to see the physical transformation into the likeness do you know that the word christian was not given by christ nor given by god it was given by people because a group of people were living a life that reflect that of christ a group of people When imitating Christ, they were following the steps of Christ. So that is where the name Christian came from. That these people are like Christ. The way they talk, the way way, way they worship, their devotion, their love, their kindness, their kindness is that of Christ so they started calling them Christians Christians because they are they, they were the followers of Christ the attitude their character their behavior reflect that of Christ so they were called what Christians there is no working to earn something from God but making room for the holy spirit to work in a heart and alive because this transformation is a soul work of the spirit of god it is a soul work of the holy spirit so our worship our devotion our studying of god's word our compassion our love and kindness makes room for the holy spirit to work in our heart and our lives to operate us and that is where you begin to see the manifestation of the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love. Where you begin to experience love, kindness, long suffering, patience. That's where the spirit of God starts working in you. That's why we still have some Christians who don't have love. We still have Christians who doesn't have patience. We still have Christians who, 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 who are not having self-control. If you and I will go to God said, and through worshippers will worship the Lord in fruit and in spirit or in spirit and in fruit. So as we worship a devotion, we begin to experience the fruit of the spirit in our life. It is a work, a solely work of God the sanctifying is sanctify us and now transform us into the likeness of Christ and now transform us into the image of Christ it makes us the ambassadors the real ambassadors the real representative of Christ on this earth God bless you Thank you, Jesus.
0: Tasting
4: of your
0: kindness,
4: taste of your good. Oh. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: one today we've talked about the actual grace the justifying grace and then the sanctifying grace and before this we remind ourselves of the common grace and then the prevenient grace or the grace of conviction so i want us to have a little time to pray and then God willing, tomorrow I'll be talking about the glorifying grace, the glorifying grace. Talking about the provisional grace, the adopted grace, the miraculous grace, the sustaining grace. We'll talk about all oh, this week. We are going to finish it, and then we'll delve into other sub theme of our main topic for this month. I don't talk about the grace of God. Everything about Christianity is about the grace of God. Everything about Christianity is about the grace. The grace of God is Christ in us, the Holy Spirit in us. God in us the grace of God. I was playing some song. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: one god bless you
1: all for joining today and for your time to listen to the word of god as we've gotten time to delve into god's word god willing tomorrow we'll have more time to delve into god's word god bless you so much i am so honored i'm so privileged having you i want us to pray some short prayers and then i'll pray with you and then we'll close and come back God willing tomorrow. God bless you for joining us today. Mammy bridge Bridget, Madam Eva, Patient, Leslie, Dickness, Gloria, my dear sister Ruth Bain, Queer Davis, George, a free and God bless you all. 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 God bless you all.
4: Else should die, oh, oh, I deny, yeah.
1: I want you to say, Lord, I praise your name, Lord, we praise your name, Lord, we worship your name, Lord, we adore your name for your word today, we thank you for this beautiful week, somebody just open your mouth and begin to thank God, begin to lift up the name of the Lord, begin to adore his name, begin to lift up his name today. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for my family. I thank you for this beautiful week. I thank you for this wonderful week. I thank you, Lord.
2: I thank you for oh, all the wonderful things that you have taken in my life this week. What you are about to do, In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for my family. family. I thank you for my ministry. I thank you for today. I thank you, O God, for everything that you have done. What you are doing in my life today. يا شاط شنيس كدا كارن ليها ديتك Bellados, Savana, Brandy, Cabot, just one
1: god bless you um the time for our first session is up the time for our first session is up so uh this uh, will be closing right now but i want us to come back let me pray with you before we close. Let me pray with you. I think less than 30 minutes and then we'll close and then come back, God willing tomorrow. So I want all of us to come back. Let me pray with you less than 30 minutes and then we'll close. God bless you, Ajwa. God bless you, Bridge. God bless you, Rutiba. God bless you, Dickness, Gloria Chapman. God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.